What is going on, Suns fans? Justin here, and with me, as always, are my podcasting partners, Paul. Today is a good day. Oh, and Daniel. Um, from here on out, I would like to be called as Nostradamus. Oh, please. Why? Because we're about to break our win streak of 18 games. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. Okay. You know what? I, I, I will make that official. When that happens, I will call you. You're coming back to Twitter Coach with the name Nostradamus. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't, I will create a burner account with that name. It's got to be taken, right? Right? Like, oh, I'm sure. Anyway. Probably by Dan- probably by Danny LaRue or some douchebag like that. Like Karate Kid? No, Danny oh, LaRue. LaRusso. <laughs> My bad. I mean I mean I have, Nate, like, I have no idea who Danny LaRue is. Is that like a real Nate, he's he's Nate Duncan's uh fucking Yeah, he's the partner. other guy in the picture. Oh, his basketball buddy. The- okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You of all people I thought would have known who that was. Yeah. Why? You because I recreate that picture. Because, because I went to law school with Nate. I'm still blocked on Twitter, bro. Like, <laughs> apparently, apparently, his disdain for Suns fans knows no bounds. Um, not that like I well, talked like, since law school, but yeah, I, mean, I didn't know you guys were buddies. You know? uh, appa- apparently, um, um, the dunk. Oh, good. Paul froze. And welcome to this episode of Fanning the Flames. The yeah. <laughs> I'm back. Cast. That is made for the fans. That's you guys by the fans. That, of course, is us. And really only occasionally Paul when when his dude, I thought you got that shit fixed. What's wrong with so you? Did I. I don't know. I don't know. I need to get I need to get I was at I was at Voida's house the other day and he was getting his internet fixed and 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 watching their pods. Wait, you were over at Voida's house, like down the street from me, and you didn't even like bother to like say, Hey, I'm over at Voida's house, come over. Well 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 let's 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 look at it like this. Well, I wasn't like it wasn't like a like a social hangout. It wasn't like, hey bro, let's let's kick it on Saturday. Not that I wouldn't, but I he asked to borrow golf clubs from me, so I was bringing them by. Yeah. Kind of like you've asked, Paul, and you've asked Daniel, and Espo has asked, and Void is the <laughs> only one who's actually done anything to take me up on it. So finally, one of the multiple I've sets had of clubs of yours for a while. Well, I mean, I, I have to find somebody to golf with before I go pick them up. Nobody wants to golf with me because I suck. That's true. I don't want to golf with you because you suck. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would golf with you still. I just wouldn't take you anywhere where, you know, I thought. <laughs> Like respectable golfers go. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would slum it in, in the golf sense, if you will, for 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 a day or two. I would do that for you, Daniel. I would. Um, even though I can't follow you on Twitter anymore, but you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at so says Jay Paul. Still a dervish of whirl. And the pod is at fan the flames NBA. Um this is I like this the, might be our most chaotic intro in a while. Yeah, I, I, I feel I feel like I'm making seamless transitions here, boys. Um, you, you know, I. Uh, look, that's what I, a good I'm driver. Happy. That's what a good driver does, though, man. I do what I can. I do what Give I can. Be- the best in the Phoenix Suns podcasting business. I do say. You know what? You know what? I I won't disagree with that. I, I I'm not one that usually. I, I like to think that I'm a humble guy, but. While maybe we don't have the highest listenership, I like to think that my 
hosting skills are right up there with 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 perhaps some of our more illustrious brethren. I'd like to think that. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think you might. I would actually say of all the Suns podcasts, you have the most charisma. I would like legitimately. Well, I mean, that's that's just that's that's like not that's like, of course he does. That's like a no brainer. Have I mean, you heard some of the other Phoenix Suns? <laughs> yes, I have. Sorry, Dave King, but you know. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> look, look! You leave Dave and his sons alone, okay? Okay. <laughs> we are also the most diverse Phoenix Suns podcast. Can I point that out? That has never been said. Uh, we are true. Have, we are legit fifty percent minority man. here. You have Dan Dan the Mexican. You have you have the Polo Pino over here. And then you have our token white guy in Paul. <laughs> yeah, the so, Mick Watt. So then that means we're 66% <laughs> No, because I'm only half. I'm also half white. Oh. Yeah. All right. You're, you're That's the right. polo. Pol, pol, pol. You know, that that that, that term is really, really off. Polopino? Would it be Polopino? Anyway, uh, make sure make sure that whatever whatever pod form you listen on, you rate, review, and subscribe. I'll just throw that in there at the end. <laughs> hey, did, did, did you say who does our theme music? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, no, I did not. Park and Main still a band. Parkandmain.com. And wait, Daniel, you can plug something on Twitter, can't you? Go follow, go follow my friends at Buffalo Trace. And at Michael of Ultra, which are providing beverages for tonight's podcast. Unofficially, of course. That's a new one. That's a new one. So many unofficial sponsors. And I had to bring that up because I, I I was I was golfing with Bloom last week and he mentioned the Buffalo Trace plugs. And I was like, I feel like Dan's been slacking on those. And to be fair, right after we get done, you know, patting me on the back about my fantastic charisma and and, and hosting abilities. It's also on me for not bringing it up, right? It is. But should we talk about the, what is this, Phoenix Suns podcast? Yeah? Sure. Because, 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 boys, the Suns are 41 and 9. They are at 11 wins in a row, well on their way to Nostradamus' prediction of surpassing their 18 game streak. 19 plus games. 19 plus. I like that, too. The plus. Because you know what? Who knows? Who knows when that's going to end? Who knows? But we are getting ahead of ourselves, aren't we? Because let's talk about what's been going Actually, on. Actually, if we make it to okay. 19, it might go pretty long. Can I can, just... I can I can I interject really quick? I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up something that Paul, you don't know this. Dan and I talked about this offline recently. Dan, I hope you don't mind me bringing this up. Dan texted me after the last episode and said, I was listening back to the episode and you're really right about how Paul interrupts you all the time. Yep. Just saying, just saying. <laughs> anyway, Paul, what, 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 what did you want to say uh, after, <laughs> after I did not finish my thought? <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I'm looking at the schedule right the upcoming schedule right now. And like, if we were 19 games would be February 16th against the Rockets. And then I'm looking at the next five. I'm not very scared about those. So uh, the Thunder, the Pelicans, the Jazz, the Blazers, and the Knicks. Not exactly a murderer's row of NBA teams, now is it? No. If we get to 19, I'm going to call it. We're going to lose to the fucking Thunder. Okay. okay. 
Because they're one, just they're those they're that bad team that sneaks up on good teams. Like they'll lose like to Houston and to fucking Detroit, but like when they play, you know, the Suns, they'll the shock Bucks, the Bucks. Like, now, they now beat, they beat someone tonight too. I don't know who. Oh, they beat fucking Dallas tonight. You know, I thought Dallas is supposed to be like good. an offensive juggernaut, or no, I'm sorry, defensive juggernaut, and you know, Luca and you know, circle jerk and shit and. It's because yeah. it takes it, it's difficult to work around Luca on the on the offensive end of the court now for for opposing teams because there's a lot of them to, to to go around right because of his girth. Now I, <laughs> Dan, I want I need to ask you this. I want to make sure that you're not just pandering to friend of the program, two time Grammy award winning artist Nate Roos by saying the Oklahoma City Thunder are going to beat the Suns right because they do happen to be for some reason still his favorite team. No, he does. He's not. He is not. I'm I like how Dan's like Dan, Dan. 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 bit his tongue right there. I could tell that was the first time since he has become an official member of Fanning the Flames that Dan actually held back on saying something. I saw it. You did, didn't you, Paul? You saw I it. Did. I did. I did. But only because I don't know who that is. Sorry. That's fine. That's 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 your failure in life, not ours. Hey. <laughs> If you, I mean, just because you don't like good music, look, we're 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 gonna we're gonna like not go there because, like, we all. Okay, so like let me ask you guys a question. Let me guys, let me ask you guys a question about the Suns before before you start bickering like a married couple about like music and and God only knows what else. Who's gonna go to bed earlier tonight? Whatever you two talk about. Um. So, forty one and nine, <laughs> Paul, forty one and nine. 11-game win streak. Question I have for you is, would Wes Mantooth be okay with Devin Booker taking Dorothy Mantooth out to a nice seafood dinner and never calling her again? (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, let me ask you a better question. Let me ask you a better question. Dan looks so confused. Do you not know what... Do you not know what that's from? Dorothy Mantooth. Daniel. Daniel... Jesus Duarte. <laughs> wow. <laughs> racist, dude. Jesus. Why is that racist? <laughs> My middle name is not Jesus, fucker. <laughs> okay. I guessed. I was wrong. I'm sorry. What is it? Christian. No. Daniel. Daniel. Hold on. Now, now this is a fun game for me. Samuel. No, that's terrible. Daniel Samuel. Oh, dude. I wish I had a son now just so I could name him Daniel Samuel. What? What's your middle name? I don't have one. My name is not important. That's weird. Uh, (laughs) Okay. 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 Real. My middle name is Noah, fucker. Is it really? Is your middle name really Noah? Yeah, well, it's, it's no way. It's no in Spanish. It's no way. Yes. Okay. All right. Nick. So I, I don't understand why Zeus was racist. Still, I'm, I'm still lost on that. Is your middle name Tran? Uh, <laughs> no. Filipinos have a have more of a, a historically Spanish connection than than okay, okay. Asian. My bad. Maybe is my middle name is Zeus. Is it Tran? What, how great would that be if my middle name was actually Jesus? It's not, but no, it's not Juan either. Juan, it's not. 
Are we done? What's your are Filipino we... name? What's the name your mom called you that wasn't your actual name? <laughs> are it like is that a serious question? I don't know if you like. I'm like, that's a serious question. Was it Shang Chi? <laughs> that's my middle name. How'd you know? Fucking knew it. <laughs> so let me ask you guys this. Hold on, wait. Let's go back to Dan not knowing who Dorothy Mantooth is. She's a saint. No, nothing. Paul, you know what that's from, right? Like you do, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, so you guys are just starting to tell me. I'm, I, I, I'm, I, this is one that's actually shocking because it's not from your, your hated nineties era of movies. No, no, eighties, eighties. Sorry. The nineties right. are great. Except for mighty ducks. Yeah. That movie sucked, dude. Okay. Sorry. So it's, it's not, well, maybe it was a nineties movie. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm old. No, this I, is, it was, no, I was, I was it came out when we were in college, right? I yeah. feel, yeah. I feel like, I, I feel like I remember seeing it in theaters in college. Yeah. It might've been the last time I went to a movie theater. Driving on, on the other hand, is one of those recently. <laughs> um, nothing, Daniel. Uh, no, I love lamp. Does that help you at all with anything? <laughs> Listen, Loud guys. noises. Um, Promise you, I've never seen this movie. I, San Diego. It's G- German for. Uh, <laughs> what you it? stay classy, San Diego. Go yeah. fuck oh, yourself. Yeah. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I did see that movie. I want my fucking two hours back. There was one scene that was funny in that movie that it involved Jack Black kicking a dog off a bridge, and that was fucking hilarious. When, Will, Will, when he was in a glass case of emotion. I love that Dan is getting so fired up about this that we're, we're getting, like, we, bad audio it, from him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wasn't um, sure if that was just me or not. I'm sorry. I'm very I, passionate about that movie because that's how much never, I hated it. I have never heard anybody react so viscerally, viscerally. to Anchorman. Dude, because it sucked. Oh. It really <laughs> no. did. It really no. Did. no. It really did. No. Again, Jack Black kicking the dog off the bridge. Fucking classic, dude. Kills me. Like, I, I rewound that scene like 10 times because I'm like, this is the only good part of this movie. So I had to rewind it 10 times and watch it over and over again. Okay, so 15 minutes in, let's talk about the Suns. Yes, let's <laughs> So, I feel like this has been floating around a lot in, in, in the Suns universe, especially over the past few days with them having just played the, the, the Nets um, in their 11th win of this streak. Uh, Steve Nash, and, and this isn't really what, <laughs> maybe we'll get into this here. Steve Nash, before the game, you know, was asked about comparing this team to the team that, you know, he was on during the seven seconds or less era. And I thought it was kind of hilarious that the one thing he, first thing he pointed out was that this team has more depth and it's like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock, but (laughs) more to my point. And we've kind of had this discussion in the past, but in a different context, you know, last year we talked about is this team, this 2020, 2021 team better than the 92, 92. No, I mean, I said last year, Paul, Oh, Listen to year? me. See, when well, he's not inter- see, see, when he's see, not see, interrupting, I I'm correcting yeah, you incorrectly. I, I, no, yeah, when he's not interrupting me, he's just not listening to me. It's 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 maddening. Well, Paul and I are a fucking married couple at this point of our friendship. Anyway, that's clear, right? That's obvious. <laughs> I anyway. hope people see that it's an abusive relationship, but it's a, it's, a, it's a relationship. Who abuses who, though? That's the question. It, it, it's mutual that, it's abuse. The M&M song. <laughs> 
Interesting. Paul, yeah, Paul's, <laughs> see, my, 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 my abuse towards well, Paul is more overt. Paul, Paul does it more subtly by just interrupting me and driving me crazy by fucking playing Wordle every day. Um, anyway, <laughs> so we talked about previously last season, pictures. last season, Paul, you get it last season. So uh-huh. 2020, 2021. Yeah. Whether that team was better than the 92 93 team or the or the 0607 team. Did I get that year right? It's late. I'm tired. Yes. Yes. Um I was of the mindset all the time that that last year's team was better, especially as that year went on, right? Now, in a little bit different of a context because <laughs> and I guess you can talk about that if you want to if you think this team is the best of those three or whatever, but I'm interested in, in in hearing from you guys kind of where do you have the, the 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 most connection? Like, obviously, there's a lot of passion from the Valley right now about this team. Obviously, we all have a lot of passion about this team because we've been dealing with a lot of bullshit. But obviously, we've also been fans for a long time. Well, Paul, I know you got into the Suns a little bit later. Um, if you took those those three teams, those three eras, if you will. I mean, let's let's kind of call this an era right now, right? I mean, I think it's it's shorter than those the the the, the last two, obviously, but we're still in the middle of it. We're at the beginning of it, if anything. Right. Fair, 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 fair. Um, fair. I'll say it one more time. But do you guys feel more of a connection to? any one of those particular eras more than the other, or is it all, look, I'm a Suns fan. I've been a Suns fan and I love them all. Or Daniel's raising his hand like a good little boy. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Don't ever call me a good little boy. again. <laughs> creepy. However, <laughs> Good thing. I don't have the mustache right now. All I do, but not just the mustache. It's coming back by the way, people it's coming back. You mean the Dario? That was weird. No, not the Dario. The Dario, the Dario is saved for playoffs, dude. Imagine uh, this long hair with the Dario. I might actually be Dario. Like I might turn into him. I'm sh- too short, clearly. Or or you mean or you or you'd, be, or you'd be the guy from Spider-Man: Homecoming, the teacher. Martin Star. Anyway, so here's the thing, man. I, I and people. I heard this during the the finals run last season, right? The final run, finals run last season. Arizona Sports had a bunch of old timers. Had Jude Lacava on. They had um, Bruce Cooper on. They had all these guys from back in the day. And you know, of course, everybody loves nostalgia, and they would always be like, "Oh, the '92, '93 Suns." Bruce Cooper said the '76 Suns. You know, they were great because I remember running out of my house and screaming that they had just, you know, which is great. You know, everybody likes to go back to that first time. I, for myself, listen. I was four years old when 93 happened. Obviously, I had no fucking idea what happened then other than highlights, podcasts, and, you know, just just the oral history of it, which everybody, which is well documented. And it's awesome, right? I, I wish I would have been alive during that time because to me, I feel like that was the very first time that this season, when it was a major season, when it was a, this, not this season, that this city, when it was a major city in in the country, experience just the fever, right? It was Suns fever. The Cardinals that just came here, the Cardinals were garbage. The Diamondbacks were not around yet. Um, hockey was not around yet. And it was the first time the professional franchise was able to, you know, capture a city's imagination, so to speak. Now, I myself, 
you know, I, I grew up, I started loving basketball. And I say this, you know, again, because, you know, I took my daughter, I got my daughter hooked on her first game last season and she was eight years old. And I remember me being eight years old, going to that Sonics Suns playoff game when Rex Chapman hit that three. And that's when I became hooked. So I was, you know, I grew up on that era, the Jason Kidd, Penny Hardaway era, backcourt 2000, all that stuff. And then, you know, you fast forward a little bit, you know, I went through Stefan Marbury, we drafted Amari and that Suns era really was the first time I got to see real success with the Suns team. And that's when I really, really got to, you know, experience pain as a sports fan, right? Um, they had just, you know, the Diamondbacks had just won a World Series and that was awesome. Um, you know, but the sun, the Diamondbacks they were around for four years, man. You know, like the, the, it was, it was more about the emotional, you know, stories around that World Series with 9-11 and all that stuff. But the Nash era was instrumental in any Suns fan, especially anybody that's, you know, 21 and older. Um, actually, even probably, probably 25 and older. Even if you're 21 and older, you probably don't remember some of those first years. But to me, this team, the thing that separates this team from that, that Nash era is this team. That team was put together. Yes, we drafted Amari. We drafted Sean Marion. But they had already had a little bit of success going to the playoffs with Marbury, with Jason Kidd. Um, and then they got Steve Nash, and that kind of put them over the hump. Dude, the Suns, I mean, we always talk about it on the, on the podcast, right? Me, I, met, I mean, I met you guys, what, back in 2018, that right after they drafted DeAndre, and they, mm-hmm. had already, they had already gone through eight years of shit, minus 2013, when they almost made the playoffs. I mean, actually, that's 2014, I think. Um, when they almost made the playoffs, but didn't quite, you know, because the West was loaded that time. I think yep. the, the 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 downtime honorary this playoffs era, for that season. Hey, look at that. He just he just interrupted me. <laughs> I thought that exact same thing, right? When I heard Paul, I'm like, uh oh. So yeah. Welcome you know, like, to the abusive <laughs> relationship, Dan. And they were supposed to right, they were supposed to tank that year, and I remember um, them losing a very close game on at the buzzer to like the Mets early in the season. And I remember saying, you know what? That's okay because they're supposed to lose this season. And then they went on this great run. They won 48 games, didn't make the playoffs. Um, and I believe that's the year they drafted Devin Booker, right? They drafted him in the very next draft. So, um, you know, I think growing up and going through all that shit, going through all the bullshit, going through coach after coach, uh, general manager after general manager, and just gathering those growing pains going with this team and then – you know, going through the whole DeAndre Aiden versus Luca debate, going through all that crap. And then last year, it kind of just hit us out of nowhere, right? They 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 went literally from worst to first and it started in the bubble. You guys all remember the bubble. You guys remember that eight game run? We yeah. were on a live Zoom call watching the net the, the Portland Trailblazers play the Nets and you know, watching Karis Levert not drive to the hoop and just pull up for a jumper and, and lose that game. Cause we thought the Suns had a possibility of getting in and we're like, okay, this might next year guys, they're really going to make the playoffs next year. And then what happened? We went to the fucking yeah. finals the next year, dude, we went to the finals and we were so close and it sucked. And just, I mean, the camaraderie, not just the camaraderie on the team, but the connection the players have with the fans. I mean, seeing Jay Crowder shout out people on Twitter, um, you know, seeing Devin Booker, 
you know, courtside, a little little kid courtside talking to him. A little kid gets his family on FaceTime, say, hey, look, I'm meeting Devin Booker. And he actually got on FaceTime with his family and and, and started, that's, dude, you you can't tell me that that shit was happening. I mean, I love Steve Nash. I love those right. guys. I really doubt that shit was happening. I know it wasn't happening in 1993 because let's be real. As, as, as much as we all love Chuck, that was an asshole. I mean, that, that was part of his game. Um, I don't think he, you know, he famously said, I'm not a role model. He wasn't going to yeah. be FaceTiming with a little kid courtside. So especially uh, in 1992. Yeah. Right. And like, <laughs> <laughs> no shit, right. Zach Morris cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I know my, you know, I know my answer is a little long winded, but it, it, I just don't, I don't see. And, you know, people talk about recency bias and, you know, we always say, I mean, we joked the other day in our group chat, recency bias is a motherfucker, and we're looking at it with the NFL playoffs. But somehow yeah. it doesn't apply to the Phoenix Suns because yeah. there's the national media still doesn't think the Suns are, are good. But to me, I, man, this team is this team is so fun and so good. I'm almost scared because I'm like, you know, you, 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 like, can it yeah. be this good? You know what I mean? Yeah, we, we don't want you to see uh, you go through what you went through last year after we lost the finals, Dan. Yeah, that was that was rough. I'm still not over that. <laughs> we know. I don't remember. What are you talking about? I don't remember that. <laughs> what, what happened? It got canceled, right? It just didn't happen. It just no. ended. Okay. D- no, and don't 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 ever apologize for being long winded <laughs> on this podcast. Um, first of all, second of all. Particularly in that situation, because I, I, I think that was beautifully said. I mean, you hit a lot of good points um, and a lot of points that, frankly, I share. But before I share those points that I share with you, but you, Paul, I mean, you aren't even a basketball fan in 92, 93, right? Like we've talked about that on the pod before. You didn't really get right. into basketball, particularly the Suns, of course, until. You didn't live until, yet, right? No, yeah. I didn't. I didn't actually. I didn't live in Phoenix yet. I actually. I was moving to Phoenix that summer, so it was – I was uh, kind of paying attention. 92? 93. The summer of okay. 93 is when I moved to Phoenix. I don't know why um, I thought you moved here later than that. No. Nope. Oh, yeah. You summer went to 90s. high school here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. anyway. We went to college together. I forgot. Yes. <laughs> um, so I, I moved to Phoenix that summer. I do remember being in my basement in – Missouri, because that's where I lived prior. To when you lived there, did you call it Missouri? <laughs> no, no, that's Why do people not call St. It St. Louis. Doesn't say people in St. Louis don't call it Missouri. <laughs> it's oh, the, because, you get like, into that's the middle of the state. Mm, yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, that's Kansas City people. But I do, I do remember that exactly. summer watching the finals with my friends, and they're all rooting for the Bulls because you know they're they're assholes. Graders. Oh. And um, one of my one of my one of my really good friends who lived up the street was actually from Chicago, so he was a big Chicago fan. And but I was rooting for the Suns, so I'm like, hey, I'm moving to Phoenix. I knew it was sure. coming. It was so I'm like, hey, the Suns are playing in the finals. This is kind of cool. And then I moved to Phoenix, and my dad's company actually um, was a sponsor, so we I got to go to a bunch of games. So I do have a good connection to that era, but that specific team I really I wasn't around for. Um, but then I, I fell off it for a myriad of reasons, mainly that I wasn't into sports a lot. 
for too a while. Too much rollerblading. Mm-hmm. Too much rollerblading. Hey, roll, it's it's coming back. Yeah, yeah. I see a lot of girls doing it around the block. Yep. There's a really yep. good rollerblading joke that I can tell right now, but it's no <laughs> longer appropriate to 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 be said in public. So anyway, Paul, I appreciate continue. that. I appreciate that. Um, I mean, I'll text it I, to you, Dan. When I really got into it was that um, that the Steve Nash era, the um, seven seconds or less era. So I do have a lot of connection to that, but I also have a lot of heartbreak and heartburn from that era because you know and i think and that's one of the things we've talked about here as well is like being because that rotation was so short it always felt tense if like one guy was down it would really Sorry, I really texted him the joke, and now Dan is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. Anyway, Paul. Anyway, um, and you know, just there's a lot of nervousness, even though they were like excellent. Where this team that last year, and even more so this year, I have so much confidence that I think looking looking back in 10 years, no matter how this turns out, which, which team, which era will I have more connection to? I think it might be this one. Granted, I'm also doing a podcast and I've been doing a podcast on it for six years. And this is the pinnacle, you know, the, the pinnacle of it, hopefully not the pinnacle, but we're definitely climbing that mountain right now after like wallowing in the swamp and wondering why we were still doing the podcast. In in June it'll be the pinnacle. Yes. Well, it'll no, be the first pinnacle. Yeah, it'll be the first peak of four peaks. Ooh. Hey. Paul, did Paul just call a four peak? Now that. We'll, I mean, we'll I would have gone with Nostropolis. I would have gone with Twin Peaks myself because you know scenic views, but you know. But that's only two. It's only two, I, and we have a mountain here in Arizona called Four Peaks. I, I also, I just, I just want one. I'm just I give me one first. Want, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself. Baby steps, after, especially after Baby getting steps. that close last year. Oh my god, dude. So, so just to just to fuck, kind of put a bow on <laughs> that. Paul. <laughs> Is you're saying that you might have a better connection to this era in ten years, or I'm saying that in ten years, when I look back at this, I think this will be the one I enjoy more. You know how I also, Dan, always say how Paul never answers the question I ask him. <laughs> I see. I, I get. I, I kind of get where he's coming from. I get where he's coming. I don't get it, but I get where he's coming from. <laughs> Here's the thing, Those are man. two like, very distinct, di- very distinct uh, concepts. If, if and when they win a title, absolutely, man. I, I that I, I feel you on that one. But so, so the if they don't win a title, here's the thing: if they don't win a title, we're gonna look back on this uh-uh, era. Uh 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 uh. I'm about to <laughs> mute you. I'm about to mute Listen, you. Listen, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'll fucking kick you out of this podcast. <laughs> You just heard what I said, so you you know I, I think they're going to win a title. You think I know everybody? Yeah, but I, that's but, why we don't need you talking bad ju- juju in here. It's not bad juju. What I'm saying is, the amount of heart potentially the amount of heartbreak is going to. I muted him. 
I'm not going to let him do it. I'm not going to let him even say that. Okay, fine. Now he gave me like, dude, I feel like Dan for the first time since I've known him actually looks kind of sad right now. Paul, you should try that. See if I, I don't know how to unmute him. Actually, I've never muted somebody on this before. You'd think that I could just hit unmute, but apparently it's that's not the case. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. I think I might have perma muted you. <laughs> no, Dan uh, just has to activate his mic again. Yeah, I think you might have to unmute yourself. Oh, he turned it around. <laughs> turned his camera around. <laughs> hey, there he is. There we go. So Dan, listen, man, I've been censored on this podcast before. Please don't do it never while muted. we're recording. You have, yeah. You're right. That's that's no, how man, patently I'm, offensive your your line of discussion is. But yes, I will still I, allow I, it to continue. I get it. All I'm saying is is, and I actually do get it. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, this they they have to pull through. They have. Because if they don't, for one reason or another, whether it's injury, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, right? This has the potential to be the most heartbreaking fucking era of Suns basketball, even more than the seven seconds or less era. Because we've they never even it. made it. To, they never even made it far enough to. It's that. Whole, it's that whole like the when the the team that loses has, has the team that loses the finals has more like heartbreak or like. People yeah, look at them I, worse than the team that didn't even make it to the finals. I, I, yeah, I will, and I've, and I've I, made this comparison before. I don't want us to be Buffalo Bills fans. Yeah, because um, that would be the worst fucking thing in the world. And they've already blown a two nothing lead in the finals. And as <laughs> trust me, I am so. Then that's why it scares the shit out of me that I'm so confident in this team because this team, this team is so fucking fun to watch and so great that I'm like, who's gonna beat this team? And because I think that the heartbreak would be fucking, I don't know if I could do this podcast anymore after that. I really don't. I, I, bark, guys. I will indulge in this, in this, in this discussion just momentarily because I agree with you. Um, but I'll say I agree with you because, and I've and I've said this before on the pod, that seven seconds or less era. The Spurs always felt like there, there, some way, there it wasn't going to happen. We weren't going to beat them, and we we, right. we really didn't until what when we beat them in the first round, like what twenty ten. Um, they were so the ones was, who knocked. That was not that era. Yeah, they were the ones who knocked. Exactly. Now we are now the ones who the knocked. Ones who knocked. Motherfucker, did he say that in the show? Because he should have. No, he didn't. Yeah, it probably actually would have been worse if he said that. Anyway. Oh, dude, it was perfect because that show is perfect all around. Um. But what you guys haven't seen because you guys give me a lot of shit for not watching shows and movies, and you guys still haven't seen Breaking Bad start to finish. So I want to throw that out there. Well, because yeah. we, we watch nostalgic <laughs> classics that are usually like crappy movies. Oh, okay. you, you you watch prestige television, and our level of enjoyment of things just we can't <laughs> handle that. Okay. Huh. We can't we can't contemplate that. that. Thanks for that explanation, dude. We're just saying you're smarter than us, dude. No, I don't think that's accurate at all, given you guys are both college graduates and I am not. That means nothing. Neither is Bill Gates. So (laughs) anyway, sorry, Justin. Uh what were you talking about? (laughs) Uh, Oh, the ones who knock. So yeah, no, I mean you're right in, in, in that regard, and I think you're right because 
back then it felt insurmountable. It always felt insurmountable. Nothing feels un- insurmountable right now. Yeah. But back to the original point, my input at least, I, I will agree with you, Dan, and may- maybe Paul. I'm not sure still. Uh, and 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 he, look, I'm I'm old. I'm older than you, Dan, and I've lived here my whole life outside of going to college in San Diego, right? So. Yeah. And that weird little time in Tucson. Dude, well, Arizona still. Um, So the Suns, like I grew up on the Suns. I've I've told you guys, I've shown you guys the picture. I watched the old replay of the game when TC scored 60. 60? I was there and I I saw myself on TV. It was just fucking cool. Um, I was a handsome little boy, man. You were a young type. I have said little boy twice on this podcast now, now three times technically. Um, anyway, so the Suns have always been my team. I mean, my mom, uh, I've said this a lot on Twitter and everywhere. My mom was a fucking diehard, as diehard as they come. And well, she used to she stop KJ, that. right? Oh, for sure. Like, and she brought me <laughs> along. Like, it was like our bonding <laughs> stuff. Um, and and I'll I'll talk about it and I'm gonna actually talk about KJ in, in in the same context that I'll talk about how I feel about this team in, in that regard not not the stalking part but you'll you'll see I'll get there, um, but you know when when the when the Barkley trade happened the same year that we're going into a new arena the 25th anniversary dude that was amazing I, I it's funny you you mentioned earlier Dan how Barkley was an asshole and he wouldn't be FaceTiming with a kid on the sidelines I will I will show you guys something right now. And I'll describe this right here. It just happens to be next to me because it's always right here. This towel right here. You see this NBA towel? I got this from Barkley at a son's game when I was 10 years old. And I only wanted to show it off because it's super cool and I still have it. And it was right after he got ejected and he was walking out. My my dad had – we had season Has it ever been washed or does it still have his nope. DNA on there? Uh-uh. Never been washed in – holy shit. 30 – oh, my God. So basically, he pulled he pulled a Robert Ori on you and threw it in your face. No, yeah, he handed it. To me. He handed it to me. I reached out for a five, and he just handed me his towel instead. I was like, "I right, cool." It was very cool. But anyway, that's really cool because uh, you've never you've never showed me that. That's awesome, actually. Yeah, right. I, sh- I should I should yeah. I should try to stalk him at the uh, Trader Joe's <laughs> over at Lincoln and. Uh, Scottsdale to try to get him to sign or something. I've seen him there a few times so before. Anyway. You just need you just need a healthy ovum and you can um grow yourself a uh, Charles Barkley. What? I, I don't I didn't understand what you just said. <laughs> it's a joke from the Big Bang Theory. Oh. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna join in Dan's disappointed <laughs> look on that one. Actually it was it was it was fine. I mean whatever. So the Suns, near and dear to my heart, right, for my whole life. Yep. I I remember driving the 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 seven seconds or less era kind of got rolling. My first year of law school, I remember I was driving down the moment that I realized, and I can't remember what game game it was in the season. But it was fairly early on in the season, and the Suns beat the Sonics, and I was listening to the game on the drive down, and I was like, "Holy shit, this team is legit," and went through all the ups and downs of of all those playoff runs, running into the Spurs like we talked about, all that heartache. I, just in case anybody thinks that me complaining and sending emails to the NBA offices is a new thing, it is not. 
I did that when Amari and Boris Diaw got suspended back in 07, was it? 07, yeah. Um, and I got a response back then that was equally underwhelming as the one I got last season. But regardless, so again, near and dear to my heart, die hard, all those years. And you would think, okay, 10-year-old kid, first championship you know, season that I got to experience, I was old enough to actually understand what was going on i have very vivid memories of that game six and losing it uh watching it at my friend's house because my parents dropped me off there so they could go to the game thanks mom and dad or you know dad uh, i don't think he listens to the podcast but um <laughs> your dad know what a podcast is then we go I, that's a good question paul he knows who cliff paul is he does. <laughs> he does. He, well, he does. Kinda. can't kinda. believe that Chris Paul, Cliff, Cliff, Cliff lucked out and has Chris as a brother. What a, and, and happened to be state farm guy. What a, what a coincidence. Um, and then, and then all, you know, again, through, through all the seven seconds or less and just dude, having Amari be a guy that was, drafted by the Suns and developed by the Suns. Same thing with Sean Marion, you know, having homegrown guys doing that was, was meaningful, impactful, but this team is still different. This era, this last year to this year and this group, it just hits me different. And part of it kind of along the lines of what you brought up, Daniel, and this is kind of a painful irony 92, 93, I said, you know, I was, I was 10. I was still, I, I just turned 11 after when those finals happened and the Suns lost. I'm sorry I'm boring you, Paul. My, my oldest kid just turned 11 this year, um, you know, or last year, right before the finals and started getting into the Suns. And we, we started watching games together. I took her to games or not. I've taken her to games, not last year because you know, stuff, but, um, Hey, Hey, we were, we took her to go watch that Clippers game. Yeah. We went to the, we went to the, the watch party. party, Um, and I, and I took, I took her to a game earlier this year, but having that kind of experience to, to, to experience the fandom from a parent's perspective and seeing your kids. I mean, my daughter, my, my oldest has a Devin Booker poster in her bedroom. Now it's fucking awesome. She loves that dude. And, and my youngest does too. I mean, she, she, she can point out and name players. I mean, she's seven. It's, it's, it's the best feeling because through everything I've done as a dad, I feel like that signals the most success that I've, that I have instilled that in my kids already at that age. And it's so fun enjoying that with them. Right. So that, that, that in one respect really helps me bond with this team, you know, connect with this team more. The other thing too is, and, and, and along the lines, of what I was saying about Amari and, and Marion, you know, this is outside of Chris Paul. And obviously we've got pieces that have come in, but you look at kind of the, the book, obviously bridges, DA cam Johnson, We've got all these dudes that we've drafted that are huge parts of this team. And and I, I to me, that means a lot because you don't see this day and age in basketball. And there was an half. I knew it. There was another thing I said I was thinking we should talk about this week. And I saw an article in The Athletic the other day that was talking about the ensemble, if you will, NBA champions and how rare it is. Meaning, oh, is that the one by Hollinger? I read yeah. that one. Meaning you don't have, you know, a, a ostensible top 10 player on your team. And I think it was like 
the the Pistons back in you know yep. the oh four the, the, yeah exactly no, and, 20, the, and the twenty thirteen Spurs and and the other ones yep. the Bad Boy Pistons too like yep, I mean exactly. Isaiah kind of but yeah right exactly so them too um but anyway back to my point it applies to all the players but really with book and 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 circling back to what I said about how I was going to connect this to KJ. So my mom, when I was a kid, would always, and this is kind of funny, being her son and her only son, she would always be like, oh, KJ, he's like my second son, right? And and I was like, oh, that's kind of fucking weird. And I'm not saying that I look at Devin Booker, I'm like, oh, he's like a child. But watching him, like, literally grow from a kid to a man has been amazing. And And seeing him mature and seeing how he carries himself at 25 years old it's just, it's, it's, it feels good to see. And, and to watch a guy like that, that wants to be the face of a franchise that wants to be here in Phoenix, that wants to make this his team and has made this his team, even with Chris Paul there. I mean, people can say what they want to say about who's the better, better player. Who's more important. Dude, this is fucking Devin Booker's team. Chris Paul will say this is Devin Booker's team. And, and, and seeing him, develop as a player, develop as a person and grow like that is just, it's been, it's been super cool. And I I can look back and see my mom calling KJ her son. Now, yeah, extreme, extreme, but again, Filipinos tend to be a little, a little on the extreme side, right? You know, your mom makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. My mom was like on the extreme (laughs) side of the extreme side when it, when it comes, especially when it came to sports. Um, but I get where she was coming from and that helped that that makes me connect with this team just just that much more uh, and and maybe it's because I'm older and more mature and I'm able to kind of acknowledge and understand those types of things but it, it just it, it again it hits different it it just does and this team brings me a lot more joy I don't know why maybe it's because I get to do stuff like this and share it with you guys and and Twitter's a thing now and I I have a nice clean happy timeline that 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 brings a lot of positivity and a lot of really good people on there. Maybe that's part of it too. And I love all of you. Um, but fuck, I love this team, dude. Like, and if I Devin Bo- if Devin Booker was like, hey, Justin, you know, I, I'd like to. You know, Kendall's Kendall's in you know out of the country for New Year's Eve, and I need a date. I'd like to take your wife, but I, I have to do a photo shoot and I have to kiss her. <laughs> and I have to like, kiss her, bro. Do it, do it, man. It's hey, let's go. I and okay, maybe I'm probably not exaggerating there. Um, but again, dude, I, I just I just love this team, man. It's it's just and the feeling through the city too. Uh, and 9293 was big because, like you said, Dan, there wasn't there, there was nothing here sports wise, but I still feel like the electricity last year, this year is has been consistently just as strong, if not better, than it was back then. I mean. We talk about this all the time. Going to the games, every game the fan base is 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 rabid. It's like it's like a playoff atmosphere consistently. Uh, I went to what the Jazz game last week, and I mean the Jazz didn't have a lot of guys. We had guys missing a little, a little, little, little quiet there at the beginning, but by the end of the game, dude, the place was rocking. Um, I, I I just think this this whole city is connecting so strongly with this team. God, I love this team. That's yeah, the first. I mean- time- cover tonight <laughs> <laughs> and i think i mean i mean paul said it the other day in our group chat and it was when he said it i was more like uh, i mean I, I don't think i don't think i replied but i was just like yeah no shit i feel the same way 
when he's like, dude, I'm, I'm, an, I get annoyed whenever there's not a Suns game. Like, I'm just it pisses me off because we love watching this fucking team so much. And I, and I agree, man. Like tonight, when we were watching the fucking Ugh. Lakers blow a lead to the Blazers, and you know, watching the the shorthanded Nuggets against the shorthanded Jazz, and it's just like, God damn, listening it, man. to like, Doris Burke. Ugh. Oh no, I mute that because Doris Burke is just awful. You know who um, also does not like Doris Burke? Who's that? Two-time Grammy Award-winning artist in front of the program, Nate Roos. I don't know who that I just, is. I just really like saying that. I don't know. It's just <laughs> fun to say. Like rattling it off really quickly. But, you know... You, Can you believe, Paul, by the way, that the format... I mean, I guess I can't believe it. They've deli- It's had to be postponed like for three years, but they finally officially canceled their, their reunion show. What a bummer. Oh, they did. Anyway, Dan, oh, go cool. ahead. That's cool. Hey, hey, see how you interrupted that? Don't do that again, okay? Um, <laughs> Damn. Just, just kidding. It's good. I got threatened. Love you. Send me your no. address, <laughs> dude. Dude, go on, dude. So glad I didn't, didn't fucking do that that night because <laughs> I was literally very close to doing it. Anyway, um, nobody would have showed up. Of course not, dude. I, I would dare someone to show up that night. Whew. I know you would have. I knew. I know you would have. <laughs> hey. Come on, buddy. And and it's just, God damn, man. I I still look back, and I mean, me. I've I've attended multiple games with you guys. You know, I still remember. You guys remember? And if anybody from the Suns is listening to this, I'm sorry. You guys remember when I had season tickets and the team was fucking dog shit? Oh yeah. And you guys would come to the game, and I would, like, text you, like, my barcode to my seats. And, like, you guys would get past the usher, and you guys would come and sit with me because there was, like, three rows in front of me that were empty. Yep. And we would just – it would just be a good time. Allegedly. Even our, allegedly thank you. Um, <laughs> even though our team was getting blown out, and now, you know, we, we, we rewind to last season, game two of the finals, when we're all in nosebleed seats, and we don't – give a fuck because our team's in the goddamn finals. Well, Justin wasn't in nosebleed seats. <laughs> you know, I was, I was, I was kind of hoping. Shout, just... shout out, shout out, Phil. Shout out, Phil. You know, Thanks, and bro. then, you know, you, <clears throat> we go to that and party. I also after. paid less just... for my seats than you guys paid for yours. I'll just throw Dude, that in. I, I don't. You fucking <laughs> asshole. I mean, it was still a lot. So that, that helped. I'd like to shout out American Express for making that night happen for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you go you go to that, you know, you go to like the playoff wins. Um, it's just god damn it, dude. Like I just I just want one, man. Just 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 one. Just let it happen. Don't let anything stupid happen this year. It's fucking Warriors bullshit where everybody seems Candace Parker, I'm talking to you, where she's like, Oh my god, the Suns are great before the game and after the game. When they ask her, are they the favorites in the West? They've won 11 in a row in the 41-9. Oh, no. I think, you know, the the Warriors, anytime you have Who haven't won in three years. Draymond, the Warriors have the crown until somebody takes it. I'm fucking sorry, miss. Did they win the title last year? Guess No, they fucking didn't. They didn't even win the Western Conference. So who has the crown for West? The Suns have the Western Conference crown, and it's theirs. I'm they sorry, didn't if, make the if, playoffs. If I'm, if they did not, that's right. They lost in the playing game. So if I'm not mistaken, I don't know, defending Western Conference champions is kind of, you know, I don't know, correct. And I mean, you're a lawyer, Justin. 
am I am I wrong to assume that they have the crown until the Warriors take it from the Sun? I mean, logic would dictate that would be the case. You know, you know, I I I feel like she and 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 Shaq last night were just like trolling because before the game, like you said, she had kind of the exact opposite opinion. And before the game, Shaq was saying how he doesn't know if the Suns are, you know, really the favorites because he he was talking about how the, how the the Warriors are always, uh, um, moving the ball and how the Warriors are always in rhythm because the Suns don't do that apparently. But then after the game, he's like going on and on and on how ridiculous it is that Devin Booker's not an all-star starter, which I know I get their different points, but ultimately it's like, how are you going to shit on a team ostensibly before the game? And then say that their best player got screwed after the game. It's just, they're 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 counter counterpoints. I I, I think it, it, it was odd. But compute. see, I, I think they just put takes in a hat and then like draw them, and that's kind of right. what they have to go with. Except they let they let Shaq do whatever Shaq does because nobody can control Shaq. But then the rest of them have to like pick so they have differing opinions and they can make the show interesting. And and which, the guy, which is, which, that, is, which, is which is really unfortunate because um, I'm currently a free agent. Anybody. I promise you I won't be that short-sighted with shit if you hire me because Jesus Christ, Turner, that's bad. It's really bad. Right, it is. So see, Turner Sports hired Dan. Boom, yeah. problem solved. All will fly to fucking Atlanta. Be so amazing. Um, imagine, dude. What? <laughs> no. I'd last a week. I'd get fired in a week. A week? <laughs> hey, like, Draymond can do it. Once, you once can somebody, do it. Once, once the name Jason Tatum got mentioned, you'd be escorted off about forty-five <laughs> seconds. Um, Good point. But uh, oh god, what was I just gonna say about that? I uh, completely lost it. No, 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 it's fine. Um, oh, it was about the Warriors. Mm, anyway, maybe it'll come back. Oh, it, was it possibly about? Um, oh. Yeah, no, the that go now. Yeah, we might as well go there. Was it was it about how they're probably gonna have three fucking players in the All Star game? And the Andrew fucking two? Andrew fucking Wiggins. Andrew fucking Wiggins. <sighs> yeah. Thank the, you, K-pop. The dude was the butt end of a joke a year and a half ago because of his contract and his lack of production. He's not exactly that much better. Chris Vernon and KOC on the mismatch had a bet. Vernon bet him like a hundred bucks or something that um, Wiggins wasn't going to be on the team as of the trade, the 2020 trade deadline. And they technically, the only reason he was still on the team was because of COVID. Yeah. I remember I was going to say, there's nothing to do with any of this. That guy, that's the host, you know, not Ernie, but the like the younger guy. I, yeah. The Tuesday night host. I rarely Ian, watch like Ian, Ian Eagle or something like that. No, no, no. Ian Eagle, no, no not the play by play guy, but like the in studio guy. Yeah, the I younger guy. Ian Eagle, is that no, him? it's not. No. Oh um, my bad. But anyway, I I was watching it last night and I'm like, is it just me or does this dude look like Big Cat from Barstool? If like Big Cat from Barstool it didn't go up. be Big Cat from Barstool. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Do you see that I feel like, I'm talking about? You see I, that? I'd have to look at it again. I now, see it. Now, I, yeah. But I feel like if Big 
Cat from Barstool was the host, it'd be a ten times better show. Oh, for sure. But I'm just saying. Just I'm just saying. That's that's like his alter human or something. I don't know. Is that that's, is that var- that's, that's one of his that, that's one of his variants. Is that a thing in like your like yeah. geeky universe thing? Okay. I, I was trying to come up with something that might might have <laughs> somehow stumbled universe. me into it. I but clearly oh, I failed. So well, you, okay. you'd understand if you actually had watched Spider Man No Way Home. Instead of like <laughs> trying your car to start die. a car the entire time, <laughs> never, never, never go, never go to a drive-in movie, and definitely never go to a drive-in movie in Sacramento. Okay. Speaking never of Sacramento, Sacramento. They, beat, they beat the Nets tonight. God, by, John Voida got to, John Voida got to take in quite a game. The Nets are on a six-game losing streak. Yeah, and also the uh, the fucking Thunder beat the Mavericks. I love it's that Dan's so excited night. about it. Said that again. Hey, hey, if Portland could have just taken out the Lakers, it would have been a perfect night of basketball. Oh, is that game over? Yeah, ninety-nine, ninety-four. Oh, god damn it! Well, actually, Denver beating Utah would have been nice too. Yeah, I don't give a shit about that. So. With Andrew, like Wig- with Andrew Wiggins being voted in as an all-star starter, yeah, are, war- are Warrior fans like now officially way worse than Lakers fans? Oh, dude, dude, yeah. hold on, hold on. Officially, that's you guys. I've I've been on this boat for like three years. You guys know this. Yeah, um, <laughs> the fans yeah. made Kevin Durant leave the damn team. Yeah, they're terrible, dude. They're awful. <laughs> but you know what? I'm not even going to put this on Warrior fans because it's just 50% of the vote, right? Right. That's but just it, half. I, I get it, it, but that means the other half, that means the fucking media and who else votes on it? The media and players. Um, players. They Oh, they do, huh? Like somebody thought it was a good idea to give him votes? I. I don't know if they did. It's just, it's more, it's the way it works out is like, uh, uh, yeah, the media will split votes on who that fifth person is. And like, if they're, if the media and the players aren't in line in who they vote in, then my, the f- yeah. fans win. Yeah. My, my point is if you're a player or a media member and you're voting for Andrew Wiggins, that's a fucking problem because you're playing against did. this guy. And, but if they didn't, then Andrew Wiggins shouldn't have been a starter. Okay, you guys ready? No, here. Out. Okay, can I just can I answer please, this question? Please, because I don't get it. I like to. Have, please, thank you. Andrew Wiggins, player total votes forty six, player rank fifth. Fan, we know he was third. Media total votes four, media rank sixth. So with the players ahead of him, <laughs> this is kind of ironic, was Draymond Green and Rudy Gobert. Uh, with the media ahead of him, obviously in addition to the obvious, of course, right? Obviously addition to the obvious. The, 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 yeah. Um, ahead of him with the media were Draymond Green, who was fourth, Gobert, who was third, and Cat, who was fifth. In case you're wondering, DeAndre Ayton, I don't even see him on this list. Oh, there he is. Uh, sixth in player. And Jesus, media. Nobody voted for him ninth with like a bunch of other people. 
But at any rate. But, here, but that's my point. Yeah. Why is the media voting for Andrew Wiggins to be an all-star starter at all? Well, to be fair to the media here, they they put him even below where the players put him. Right? Did I say that right? Fifth? Where was he at? I'm sorry, I'm looking at this again here. Right. But it's it's not like Yeah, no, he was he was he was sixth with the media, sixth with the media and uh fifth with the players. Yeah, that's unacceptable. That's ridiculous. So it's four four people put him in there because one of them was probably a uh, warrior. Um, but so I was actually thinking about this earlier this week of like a way to adjust how the positions in the, uh, the voting for the starting positions in the all-star game could work. That would maybe line up a little bit better with kind of the way the NBA game has shifted. And so my idea is. There, so you have one designated guards. Well, one, instead of having guards and bigs, you have guards, wings, and bigs. So you get, and you can probably do some gamesmanship of if somebody gets classified as a guard or gets classified as a wing. But this is where the next piece comes in is so you have one designated guard spot, a designated wing spot, and a designated big spot. And those other two spots are one can be a guard or a wing. It's your choice, but you have like that full pool of those two and the other one's a wing or a big. So if you want to do two guards, two wings and a big, that's your choice. If it's a very wing heavy year, we could get three wings in there, two bigs, two wings, one guard. Just It allows for a little bit more variability and avoid situations like this. So it's essentially a wild card, which, which is fine, but I feel like, that's still that's still doing too much. My thing is, the fan vote is too much. It, it's too it, it weighs too heavy. One hundred percent. And I I mentioned this last time on our pod. Um, it should be okay. You want to keep the the fan vote in because it's a game for the fans, sure. But as we can see, fourteen million K-pop fans. Those aren't really NBA fans. They're just going along with a K-pop star that said, "Hey, vote for this guy." And hey, we tried I to mean, get that with the Kardashians. Yeah, and we tried to get that with Kendall, which, you know, I, I, okay. But at the same time, why are fan, do fans have 50% of the vote? And my, if you want to keep the fan vote, great. Guess what? It's 25% of fans. It's 25% general managers, 25% coaches, and 25% players. Guess what? That makes it fucking even. And it avoids this Andrew Wiggins bullshit because nobody – Dude, if he wouldn't have been a starter, he probably wouldn't have made the team. That's the crazy part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, well let, let's 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 talk a little more more positive and, and not 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 all that more positive because obviously Devin Booker is still not a starter, but we did talk what a couple weeks ago about where we were thinking or hoping Book would fall uh, in terms of the player vote this year. Um, Dan, I think you might have suggested he might even be one i i think i had initially said three and then you're saying one convinced me to put him at two paul i think you might have said three or maybe you said i probably said three so and that's where he well that's where he ended up he he ended up third in the player vote this year um well behind jaw well behind steph but ahead of ahead of luca and uh 
like I said, third in player vote. So he moved up from, I think he was fourth last year because he was behind Luca, if I recall correctly. Um, yeah, and somebody so. else. Dame also? No. No, I think he was, was fourth it? behind Luca, Steph. No, it was. It, was it Dame? It was Dame. I'm pretty sure it was Dame. Because yeah, remember then, Dame, right. Dame got. Was it? Oh, it wasn't last year when Dame got hurt. No, that was, that was, was, was two years ago. But yeah. still, it was. It, I'm pretty sure it was, it was Dame last year. Um, so he, he he obviously moved ahead of uh, of Luca there, moving up to third. Again, I I think that's probably fair. I mean, at the end of the day, Jaw's been playing out of his mind, and 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 Steph has been playing like shit, but he's still Steph. So apparently, that still carries weight. Uh, but a book book we know has been respected by the players around the league for a long time and 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 more more to the point even the players that matter to have the respect from um and that's not changing that's only going to get more and more more and more pronounced as career goes along and then when we look at the media rank book came there in fourth um behind chris paul so it's like hmm. Not gonna, not gonna be upset about that. Now, here's here's a here's a fun little tidbit that I, I actually hadn't seen this until I brought this up, and it it warmed my heart a little bit. You guys want to guess how many uh, votes Luca got from uh, the media? I, I want to say not very many because he came in fat. I'm sorry, husky, <laughs> and and you know he just. He's really red the whole time during the game. Big fat zero. Good. Zero really? votes from the media. As it zero. should be. As it should be. In fact, quite interestingly, after Steph, Jaw, Book, and CP, the only people that got votes from the media were Donovan Mitchell and hmm, DeJounte Murray. So didn't, uh, didn't Ben Simmons get a couple of player votes? Yeah, I'll, I'll look for that. But that that kind of begs the question. Then the media, at least whoever's voting on this, maybe needs to get a bigger voice in the actual national media because it seems like they're not as completely ridiculously stupidly moronic as the rest of the national media. Would does that seem fair? I mean, I feel like I'm right there. I mean, yeah, but I mean, the national media, I, I feel like, and Booker, and Book said this last night in his, in his post-game interview with TNT, you know, he, he mentioned, because they asked him, you know, how do you feel about, you know, not getting voted in and to be a starter and you guys, you know, have the best record in the league. And he brought up a good point. He said, you know what, you know, it is what it is. The criteria for that seems to change every single year. And he's right, because, you know, when he was a young player, putting up numbers, they were like, well, his team doesn't win. All right, well, now it seems winning the best record in the league by far, and he's putting up ridiculous numbers, and he's still not a starter. So that 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 just shows you it's it's the narrative, right? It's a shiny new toy. It's John, it's new toy. It's John Morant. John Morant has had a fucking phenomenal year, a phenomenal year, a great player. He hasn't had a better year than Booker. I'm sorry. The Grizzlies are a good story. They're not the Suns. They're not 41 and nine. They're not, you know, 40 and six in their last 46 games. No, they're just not. You know, same thing with with. Uh, I mean, Steph Curry. Okay. 
The, 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 the Warriors are second in the West, second best record. They've had a good year. Steph Curry has had a, for his, for his standards, has had a shit year. He's worst season since his rookie year, I think, from a percentage he's been, standpoint. He's, he's been ass since Christmas, right? But somehow he's just a shoe in as a starter, just because, or he's a sh- he's what in the top three in MVP voting because I don't know people just decide to look past it. Like I just like Book said, man. But you know what? I I, I kind of take solace in the fact that Booker is okay with it. Because he kind of mentioned that after the game last night, where he's like, you know, they, you know, it, it's criteria gets changed every year, but this guy doesn't give a fuck. I mean, they were like, oh, you're surrounded by cheerleaders, and this guy, this guy did the Dominic Toretto from Fast and the Furious One, where he put his arms out and was like, yeah, I got yep. fucking cheerleaders around me. I'm like, oh, okay, this guy knows what's up. He doesn't care, man. He's got, he's got bigger. He's an old soul. He's got bigger fish to fry. You know, I'm sure oh, oh. the disrespect bugs him, and it would bug me, and it bugs me for him. But he's he's focused on the championship, man. That's all. That's all he's thinking about. And I'm glad they got Monty Monty Williams and the coaching staff in because it seemed that seemed to really, really be important to them. And that just that I mean that just goes to show this fucking team again. Going back to how this team just resonates with us, man. It's just like it's one of my it's my favorite team of all time. It just they get it. So well, to 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 your to the to the point you brought up, Monty. But really quickly, I'll just say this: you know, <laughs> this is hilarious. Did you know that Russell Westbrook is shooting a better percentage than Steph Curry this year, overall? Russell, I'm hitting the top of the fucking backboard multiple times. <laughs> Westbrook yeah. has a better shooting percentage than Steph Curry. A three minute video of shooting. The ball off the back, top of the back. Right, court. better shooting percentage than step than than the number one vote getter across the board for the All Star game. But nobody's I, ready to have that conversation. If, yeah. if, if we're being objective here, that that just seems kind of uh, you know audacious to me. Audacious, audacious. I, actually, I think I think your 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 boy LeBron was actually the number one vote getter because he. No, I mean for like, guard. I'm talking about for guards. Guard. Paul. Okay. Can, can okay. Not, not, not your nebulous world that you created with your little like uh, wild card thing. Um, but, 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 back to what you were saying. Also, the biggest douche in the league. So. Biggest douche in the league. One hundred percent on board with that. One thousand percent on board with that. Paul gets it, but I'm one thousand percent on board with it. Okay. But back to book. Back to the coaching staff. So last Thursday, I can't believe I haven't mentioned this yet. I went to that. Uh, interview thing with Wilbon. Wilbon did like the interview with Book and CP3. They did it at the arena. I think it's going to probably air at some point during the All Star weekend or something like that, right? Yeah, um, sick invite, by the way. What? I said sick invite, by the way. Hey, talk to Phil, not me, bro. I'm, oh, no, I'm, dude. I, no, no, you're, I have, you're. I have zero control. But you're my good friend. I mean, you should have found a way. No. I mean, I tried. Promise, I tried hard. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> um, so, 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 so. During during that during that interview, Wilbon asked Book and CP about the All Star voting process and all that. In fact, that was that Thursday, so that was when the voting results and the All Star starters were named, and they 
at least Wilbon at the time, he was saying he didn't even know who it was yet, but could tell from kind of how the crowd reacted that they were not. Um, and CP basically said earlier in his career, you know, it, it used to bother him. He's like, it's a lot of BS every year because, you know, he, he pointed out a couple of years when he was the Rockets and they they went into the, the 60s and win totals and he didn't make all-star, all-star teams then. And then he made it other years, um, you know, things like that. And Wilbon went to book and and asked book how he felt about it because obviously you know the last couple of years and getting in as 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 a as a injury replacement yeah etc and book's response was all i really care about is getting coached there he gave me fucking goosebumps dude and back to the the what i was saying earlier about him growing as a person and the maturity and like you said dan an old soul like that is such a beautiful answer man because that's what it's a team and and that's a that's a leader of a team wanting to reward the coaching staff for what they're doing for the team, caring less about his own individual accolades, knowing that the bigger whole is more important. And and that's I'm getting goosebumps right now just talking about this. And and that's what makes this team so damn special. I mean, we hear it all the time how much they love each other, how much they love being around each other. We see those live videos and see it, man. And 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 it's not just for show. I mean, it's it's deep. It's real. He's, you see them last night joking around with Javon Carter all through the game. Uh, they they said when you know the Pacers were here, how how Tory Craig is still a brother. How he's he's still part of the family. Like, dude, that that's not normal. And I mean that in a fucking good way. Yeah. It's 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 beautiful, especially in this day and age when you have guys like LeBron who are like, I want to go here and do this. And I'm going to ask this guy to do this. This is all organic, too. I, uh, of course, James Jones making moves. But this isn't a player going, oh, I want my buddies to come here and play. Or I want to go do this. This is a group of guys put together by somebody who had a vision for a team and is executing with perfection, dare I say. Dare I mean, I, I couldn't have said that better myself. And people will... Still bring up the Jalen Smith draft pick and Tyrese Halliburton. But again, we don't know how Tyrese Halliburton would have worked out in this rotation. Look, he'd be great right now because campaign ain't playing. But at the same time, he probably wouldn't have got any minutes last year. You know, like it's, it's, it's just crazy how people just are real quick to bring that up. But my thing is, is you're right, man. This team's camaraderie. I mean, you, you mentioned it, right? <laughs> the live videos on the plane where everybody seems to be involved, right? They're over here joking around with Ish Wainwright and Jalen Smith and Bismarck Biambo. And it's just, it's, it's really cool to see, man. And, and like you said, it all came, it all came together, right? It wasn't just the Lakers where, Hey, you know, we're in the biggest market, you know, one of the biggest markets in, in the league and LeBron wants to come here and, you know, Anthony Davis wants to get traded here. So we're just going to, you know, everything's just going to come together. And it's just the, you know, it's, it's, it's concocted, you know, all, all in, you know, it's all bullshit. Whereas here you had a young group that went through some major growing pains. And I still, I, I remember DeAndre Ayton's rookie year when him and Booker would get into it in the locker room, they got into it in the locker room and it was reported after you know, and, you know, we had Igor as the coach that first year, and that didn't, that was a bad experience, you know, it was a bad experiment. He wasn't ready to be a coach and probably wasn't fit to be, and, you know, we had Mikel, and, you know, 
it always brings you back to that to that uh, quote from earlier this year where somebody told I think I think it was it was DeAndre and Mikel that were that were doing the interview together, and somebody told them you know your first year here your rookie year you Mikel and Booker you guys went through a 17 game losing streak and here you are three years later and you're on a 17 game winning streak and DeAndre sees see how life goes yeah that fucking like just just to think about that shit man and I'm just like like you said man I'm getting goosebumps because the book doesn't give a fuck if he's a starter in the all-star game he doesn't and for somebody that's 25 years old that has you know the world by the balls like he does that has you know the number one supermodel in the world as his girlfriend and you know has all these good looking kids has all these cars is you know he's sky's the limit and he's just like you know what i don't care i want coach i want my mentor to i want him to be recognized yeah just well, and, you're right man and 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 book you know we know how he is he he, he that stuff all motivates him too, you know. He, he's he's a chip on the shoulder kind of guy. And re- really quickly, and we should probably start wrapping up here. Running, running a little long. This has been fun, but running a little long. Something that doesn't really ever get discussed is is the fact that Halliburton, leading up to the draft, didn't give medical information to all the teams because his agents wanted him to end up at a certain place. He and his agents wanted to end up at a certain place, at least ostensibly. That's you know perceivably why. So we don't know what the Suns had or did not have in terms of information about him at that time. And I don't know if that's ever been discussed, you know, like if the Suns have ever said they didn't get anything. But again, if if certain teams are not getting information and that's why teams were passing on him, if you look at that draft, you don't know if that was a circumstance. So again, we don't know what he could have been or what he would have, you know, been able to contribute if he was here. But we also don't know if he was even an option because of 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 perhaps what information was out there available to the Suns about him, about his exactly. medicals. Because he had and some then, injury history while he was at Iowa State. So Right. And real but, quick, but, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Not to mention, somebody who does that, that's not a James Jones guy. Right. Right. That's not, not a team guy. guy. Not a team guy. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Tyrus Halliburton as a player. I mean, I, I, I started. You guys both were upset he, that they didn't. He pass. was like my, yeah. He was, he was my, he was my DeAndre Ayton from the year before. How early in the college season? Well, DeAndre Ayton was like when he was in high school. I'm like, God, oh, come to the Suns. But when early in the college season, I, I, I saw Halliburton, and I was like, hold on. So long, rangey point guard who can play defense and is a good distributor. Mm-hmm. Okay. But regardless, neither here nor there, because you know what? I'm gonna steal something right now. Forgive me, Espo. But the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. So God fuck, fuck whatever could have happened with Tyrese Halliburton. It didn't, but guess what? We're doing just fine. And I think that's a just fine point to end this podcast on. What do you think, fellas? Works for I me. Mean, I agree, but I mean, like, like I love you, Espo, but are we really giving him that much credit? Because I mean, let's be real. That's well, the way he like about it, the way he like yells it and stuff. Yeah, so I, yeah. I mean, I'm, no, I'm no. Sorry, Espo, you don't get credit for that. Jesus. No. God, That's like Dan's like saying, Dan's like Dan's like. I've had way too much positivity this episode. Let me just no, let me. No, just, hold on, hold on. I, I love Espo. <laughs> 
But that's like me like screaming at the top of my lungs, the fucking sky is blue. Yeah, no <laughs> shit, dude. Maybe that can be your thing, Dan. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm not the old man yelling at clouds, man. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. I mean, I do, hey. turn thir- I do turn 33 in like... What the, what's Woo! The so old. Dude, I turned 33 in like two days. So you know what's funny? You, you know what's funny? And, and then I swear to God, we'll wrap up. You know, we were texting earlier, and I, I sent that the, the screenshot of Ja Rule on the radio when I when I was driving. That sounds. <laughs> I, I I was texting at a stop sign, of course. Um, but but when I said, "Oh man, this takes me back to college," and you were like, "I was in sixth grade," um, <laughs> I was like, "God, that's so weird." But think about this: a six-year difference now, obviously, is nothing. But right. Think about like if I was like a 18, 19 year old kid hanging out with like a 12 year old, that would be fucking weird, right? Wouldn't that be right? Wouldn't that be right, little boy? I think it would. <laughs> and now let's wrap up this episode of Fan Flames. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter. I'm at so says J Paul. Met Dervish of World. And Dan, say something here. I don't know. Buffalo oh, Trace. follow my friends over at Buffalo Trace. They'll grab their whiskey. It's amazing. And follow at Michelob Ultra. They have unofficially sponsored and provided drinks for tonight's show. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this out there. Anybody who's actually made it through an hour and twenty minute episode where we started with the first fifteen minutes talking about, I don't know, it was so long ago. I just know it wasn't the Suns, but <laughs> it was something. If you have listened, I'm gonna offer this up, and and we'll see if he does it. DM me, first person to do that. Dan will plug your Twitter on the next episode, along with our unofficial sponsors. What do you think, Dan? Would you do it? Would you do it? Don't make a decision now. Surprise me. That's fine. Okay. Oh. It depends on who it is. Fair. Well, again, clean timeline, my friend. Clean timeline. Y'all, we appreciate you guys listening. Spending time with us, listening to our just absolute nonsense. But guess what? This team is beautiful. And depending on when you're listening, have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening.